With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. We are going to antler up tonight. I got to admit, I like how that sounds. It is fun. We finally have a team name. I don't have to say EE. I don't have to say double E. I don't have to say Edmonton football team. They are the Edmonton Elks of the Canadian Football League, who, by the way, are probably going to have a game in about nine weeks. We'll talk about that as we move along tonight. But the team announcing this morning around 8 o'clock, hey, uh, we got a pretty big announcement coming up. It's going to be on Chet at 10 o'clock. We had a special hour of coverage with Dave Campbell and Morley Scott, and it is the Edmonton Elks with an S. We have known all along that's been on a short list of names, and we've had some fun over the last 10 months or so off and on with name suggestions from many of you. But again, I think we knew this one was very likely. We didn't know exactly when it was going to be announced about two or three weeks ago. Chris Preston said they were about 85% of the way to making announcement. I'm happy to hear from you tonight. I know a lot of fans have opinions about the look, the name, the logo, the whole process, the whole ordeal that we've been through with this. The Certainty hotline is open. Certainty professional grade building materials, 780-496-0063. A couple people standing by already, and I'll get to you in a minute here. I'll just give some quick thoughts of my own. I, again, I was, I was pretty sure it was going to be elk or elks. I didn't know which way they were going to go. I am entirely impressed with the logo. It is distinct. It is simple. It is easily identifiable. I think it looks great on the merchandise, some of which my mom and I purchased this afternoon. Uh, you know, the you see all the hoodies and T-shirts and uh, beer mugs. May have got some of those uh, as well to, uh, to enjoy a beverage or two along the way. So we, we have all that. The, the one thing for me that might take a little bit of getting used to is the helmet. I, I kind of expected a helmet change because Chris Preston did say, and he said it on this show, and he said it a few times, that they're keeping the EE, but he did clarify to me it doesn't mean the EE is going to be the primary logo. And we'll talk about that as we move along tonight as well. So the, the helmet is now gold with a green elk horn on either side. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll grow on me. Uh, I, I was kind of hoping if they did antlers on the helmet, it might take up a little more space, or maybe the antlers branched out a bit, but they went with the same antler that's from the logo. But uh, I, I think we'll probably see multiple helmets used as we move along here. So there we go. We got the Elks. We also have a hockey game tonight. Just one, Tampa Bay, Carolina tied scoreless uh, late in the first period, about four minutes left. Okay, 780-496-0063. We have Chris ready to go. Hey, Chris, go ahead. Hey, Reed, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Good, okay. As far as the new logo and the name, I think it's fantastic. I'm just glad that the whole debacle is over with. You know, we finally have some finality to it, some closure. Let's just move on and watch some football, baby. 
Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. Were you, like I said, I think I would have been surprised if it wasn't Elks or Elk. Where were you at as we kind of counted down here? I would have been surprised if it wasn't Elks as well because there's such a strong demand for the history of the team name to remain. So, you know, it was named that, what, about 100, you know, almost 100 years ago, they were the Elks for a short time. I don't see any harm in it whatsoever. I'm, uh, I'm happy about it. I yeah. like the gear. I like uh, everything about it. What is there something you like the most? You know what, the simplicity of the logo, I think it's really going to target a uh, younger audience, which uh, the team desperately needs. So I'm all for it. Right on. Hey, Chris, it's great to hear from you, man. Thanks for taking the time to call. Take care, Reed. Cheers. Chris touched on something there before I bring Sam onto the show, and, and, he, and he said the simplicity of the logo. And, and it's interesting because I was texting with someone this morning uh, who uh, wasn't a fan and said it's too simple there's nothing to it and i and i hear that sometimes about logos in general or when a company or a sports team changes logos or unveils a new look and i truly believe simple is better let me ask you this have you ever seen the nike logo it's a check mark it's basically a check mark i know they call it a swoosh it's basically a slightly curved check mark. Have you ever seen the McDonald's logo? It's a big M. These are not complex designs. Have you seen the 630 Ched logo? It's 630 Ched with a blue background. Have you seen the Edmonton Oilers logo? It's the word Oilers underneath an oil drop. <laughs> you, you do not need busy, complicated logos. What's one NHL logo that is still universally mocked? The Arizona Coyotes jerseys with that hockey-playing coyote on the front. Why was that mocked? Multiple colors, multiple pieces. You couldn't tell what it was, and it looked weird. Simple is better. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We have Sam on the line. Sam, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, um, I just want to say that I agree with you with the logo. I like the simple a lot better than something that's too complicated. Um, you know, at first I wasn't really sold on Elks as a good name, but after this morning, I was really sold on it after seeing all the branding that went with it. And you know, I think the helmet was my favorite part. Actually, I think that's what really got my attention first in the video. And then after that, I kind of, it really grew on me quite quickly. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because, I, and again, I, I shouldn't say that I hate the helmet, but to me, that was the most jarring thing that might take the most getting uh, getting used to. But I, I have seen a lot of people posting on uh, social media that they like the helmet. And I, and I wonder too, Sam, what's next for marketing when it comes to antlers? Oh, there you can go so many routes. I think you're going to start seeing kooks um in the fall you know even just fun souvenir antlers that people can wear in the stands they might get in the way but i think we'll embrace it <laughs> <laughs> right on sam it's nice to hear from you sorry we don't uh the oilers didn't last a little longer for you and everybody else but i appreciate you calling thanks for having me <laughs> that is sam 780-496-0063 also the number to text uh cowtown bob
Nice to hear from you, Cowtown Bob, and his traveling band of dancing cows. He says, if Brian Hall can live with the ever-loving Elks, I don't care what the green and gold call themselves. I just want to get on Highway 2 and see some CFL action. John says, I think the Elks missed a great opportunity, not with the name. The name is fine, but with the color scheme, they had a chance to go with a real gold, a Notre Dame-style gold. Instead, they stuck with that ugly, weird, yellowish-orange gold, which is not close to any interpretation of gold at all. That is from John. Uh, yeah, interesting comment, John. And, and to be fair, we, I, we have not seen the full uniform. At least, at least I haven't. We've seen the helmet, so maybe uh, I don't know exactly what the uh, shirts and pants are going to look like. Well, this is a, a true treat. He's a big fan of the show, and he proves it by not calling very often. It's Matt from Section O. Hi, Matt. Go ahead. Hey, Reed. How are you doing today? <laughs> I, I'm doing well. Oh, I guess, yeah. Everybody asks you that same question. Hey, so I, okay. Everybody that knows me knows I'm going to sit here, and they're all oh, Section O is going to cut another two-minute promo again about how this is terrible and everything. But you know what? Just say what your first caller said. Finally, there is a finality to this. This is over. And this morning, because it hit me like a sack of... Oh, they're doing it today? Like a complete surprise. And I didn't like it. But you know what? Throughout the day, it grew on me. And I can actually live with this now. And I actually enjoy it. Because just like what your caller said, it's done. This is a complete rebrand. And also, too, I think you highlighted it earlier... The Edmonton old team, Eskimos, we lived in the past for so long. What can we do that's going to bring youth, uh, a brand new sense of uh, atmosphere to the stadiums? Because everybody knows my position. It's a, the CFL is an older crowd minus Saskatchewan and Ottawa. They're their own thing. We need to fill the seats with youth. We need to fill the seats with younger, more disposable money. And if this is what can launch that to a new stage, then let's go ahead and do it. The marketing team's got their uh, uh, money cut out for them right now. I think it's a good thing. You know what? I'm 100% behind it. Uh, I never wanted the name change, but it's done. We're here. Let's live with it. Let's play some football in the summer and fill those seats up with young kids. And I think this is the catalyst that's going to do it. Matt, it's nice to hear from you, buddy. Thanks for calling. Take care, Reed. That is Matt from Section 0780-496-0063. Big G says, not a fan of the name, but the logo is cool. And Roadhammer, who is our heavyweight champion in the Sylvan Lake Alliance of Wrestling, says they have to make antler beer holders. There we go. There's a good idea from Roadhammer. Okay, uh, we got uh, Grant on the open. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Open line, Grant. I'll get to you in a second here. I got to take a quick break. It is the Edmonton Elks. It is Inside Sports on 630 Chet. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. Uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay, the only NHL game this evening. They are through the first period. There is no score. Tampa Bay leading the series 1-0. Yes, we will talk about the 
incident, uh, well, not incident, about the moment last night that brought uh, many people in this part of the country joy. That is the Toronto Maple Leafs failing to advance to the second round. Kelly Rudy's going to hop on. Sean Fitzgerald will join us as well. Sean's going to also touch on the incredible television ratings for the series between the uh, Canadians and the Maple Leafs. Uh, Brett says someone out there is trying to attach real elk antlers to a hard hat as we speak. Loose meat, that is quite a handle, says, I can't wait to hear all the elk bugles in the crowd. It's going to get loud. And uh, Jared says, I'll be wearing Eskimos jerseys to the games until my death. Well, Jared, that's your prerogative. I, I just, you know, the, the, the name change, and we talked a lot about it on the show last summer as we went through it. And I think I was pretty honest. It was a difficult process for me as well because of how it was happening. I certainly had recognized the inevitability of it for quite frankly, a few years, given the way things were going and uh, the complaints about the name and how it made some people uncomfortable. So I, I, again, I guess to Jared, you know, I'm sorry that it's, it causes you that much pain that the name changed. I I, I mean, there is, I I realize that we get used to a name and we saw teams win championships with the old name, but if the, if the team had been called Elks, Jared, and then today change to Eskimos, then you'd be upset about that. Like you're, you're not upset about the name itself. You're just upset that there's change. And Jared, the change was announced 10 months ago, 10 months ago, my man. And you're still writing in that you're angry about it. You don't need a talk show host. You need somebody else to talk to about that. 780-496-0063. We have Grant on the line. Hey, Grant, go ahead. Hey, Reed. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say that I've been going to the Eskimo game since the early 80s and have been a season ticket holder for the last six, seven years. And I can see both sides of the necessary and unnecessary coin of the name change. Um, this is probably the best name that was on the list, especially with the S in it now. Um, I still am not quite understanding why a little bit more exciting name like the energy or the express couldn't have been considered but uh since seeing the name today and most particularly seeing the logo really has um i've I've accepted the name and i'm actually liking it after seeing the logo so those are my comments on it reed thanks thanks grant i've i've heard that and i probably just i probably texted 25 to 30 friends and colleagues and acquaintances today just to see what they thought. Um, I think two people said they didn't like anything about it. A couple people were like me that the helmet might get some taken used to. Uh, A lot of people were pretty happy, even pleasantly surprised. Uh, A couple people were like Grant where they said, you know, the name, they're kind of like whatever, but they like the logo. And it seems to me the logo is is generally pretty well received here. Steve is also on the line. Steve, thanks a lot for calling. Thanks, Reed. Uh, I do. uh, uh, It took a while to get used to the fact that they were going to change the names. Uh, But all things considered, I think they did a good job. And uh, to those people who said they weren't going to come back to the Eskimos, 
because of a name change. Uh, the Eskimos don't need people like that. They don't need uh, the, those kind of people around. If you don't want to go to a game, you, it's your right. You don't have to go to a game. But, uh, you know, don't blame them for doing what had to be done. Well, it, yeah, Steve... I'll, I'll leave you on the line here. I, I think you make a good point. I mean, if this is going to drive you away from being a fan of the team, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, you can you can call in and, and tell me that, and and I'll uh, I've, I'll put on I'll put on opinions. But I, I would think that, uh, like you said, if if you want to watch football, I mean, if if I change my name to Fred for tomorrow's show, it's the, it's the same show with yeah. the same guy. Yeah. You know, sometimes names get changed. Yes, I, and again, uh, it's still football, it's still CFL, and it's still green and gold. Uh, uh, it's, it's, again, it'll take a while to get used to the name change, but uh, the, the, the new group there has done a good, good enough job uh, with the name change. It's a good name. The logo is very good. Uh, it's uh, it, it, they they got a they got a winner. I think I think it'll go over very well when people uh, see uh, the video. All right, thanks, Steve. Appreciate you listening tonight. That's Steve seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Tim says the uh, silly esque executive caved into a small minority. That's from Tim. Yeah, Tim. I mean, again, you're you're ten months behind having this discussion. I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you don't understand why there was discussion around the name being changed, like, go back and listen to the shows from last July. I, I just. And look, I don't want to sound like the sarcastic or dismissive, but you're, you're like, you're the angry old man yelling at the cloud. If, if that's the point, I mean, you know, like, is that, is that how you live your life, Tim, looking back at the, at the things that uh, happened 10 months ago and saying that they shouldn't have happened and you're still out unhappy about them. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, uh, I, I really don't get it. Like, 10 months to, to wrap your head around it and understand what was happening. So, uh, I can't help you, Tim. I, I'm sorry, but I appreciate you listening and uh, engaging with the show tonight. 780-496-0063. You'll hear a little bit from Chris Presson, President and CEO of the Edmonton Elks. We'll also have Matt Besco on the show. This is going to be fun. Six months to the day, we had him on the first time. Six months to the day when we had him on talking about why Elk or Elks might be an appropriate team name. He's with Alberta Wildlife. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's going to be fun. Back after the news.
Sorry, Kellen. I, I turned my mic down there during the break for a second. I got a phone call. <laughs> we got you for, now. Th- thanks for reminding me. I was talking to nobody. Uh, it is Tampa Bay and Carolina in the first minute of the second period with no score. We are talking about the Edmonton Elks, the name, the logo, the merch, the helmet unveiled today as we get ready for what looks like to be an August 5th kickoff. Al writes in, he says, hey, Reed, I've been an Esky fan since 1955. I don't like it, but I understand why it had to change. If I, at my advanced age, can get used to it, nobody else should have a problem. Let's back our Elks. And he says, let's just play some football. <laughs> and Dirk says, uh, I, interesting, I just saw a small herd of elk this morning near Pigeon Lake. They are majestic and beautiful animals. Go very well on my summer barbecue with a nice Chianti. That's <laughs> that's from Dirk. Okay. The Certainty Hotline, 780-496-0063. It's Jeff standing by. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, Reed. How are you? I'm doing quite well, Jeff. What's on your mind? I wanna, I'm going to steal some of the credit for planning the seed for the Elks name in Chris Preston's mind. Because at okay. his very first uh, home game, uh, I had him in the parking lot of Commonwealth Stadium kissing a giant elk. Oh, right. That was you. I think you told me about that before, didn't you? I did. So, yeah, we, we own a little distillery south of the city, and uh, we have a mascot there. Seymour is his name. Uh, and he's a giant elk, and we've been bringing him to the tailgating at uh, Commonwealth for the last few years. We do a little ceremony, kind of like the Newfoundlanders do, for screeching people in, where you have to put on a hard hat, and you have to bugle and call the elk, and then you uh, you take a shot of our rum and you give him a kiss. So you can, when you talk to Chris, you, you can talk to him about if he remembers kissing that elk at his first home game or not. Okay, well, next time I have him on, I'll have to I'll have to ask him. He was on with Morley and Dave uh, earlier. I'm just going to play some cuts today. So so how how are you feeling? And like I said, like I, I don't want to go back in ten months and debate why the name changed. But how do you feel about today? What you've seen? I think it's great. I, I love the logo. I don't have any issue with the name whatsoever. I think let's just get on the field. And let's play some let's play some ball. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. You bet. Have a good night. Okay, that's Jeff who uh, got Chris Preston to kiss an elk. Apparently, we'll have to. <laughs> We'll have to get that story at some point. We also have Jennifer standing by. Jennifer, go ahead. Hi there. I just wanted to call in from an Indigenous uh, perspective and say thank you very much for considering, um, you know, my people. It's it's hard for us because, you know, it's just hard. But, you know, these small gestures are very meaningful and out of respect for us. And we appreciate it because you guys matter and we're thankful for all the support. So thank well, Jennifer, you. Jennifer, are you able to stay on the line? Are you, are you comfortable? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I yeah, so well, thanks for calling in and thanks for your honest emotion. And I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but I, but I would, if you don't mind me asking, can you just sort of... Um, if you don't mind giving us your experience of this, you know, process of, of the name change, because obviously, you know, it's very significant in your life. 
Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just a fan like anybody else. You know, I want to take my son and my daughters to the football game and be proud, just like anybody else, and enjoy the game with them and eat some fun food and, you know, maybe have a beer. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging to stay positive alone. And when you guys do your part, because, you know, the CFL is Canadian and, you know, it's something to be proud of. Like, I love the Eskimos, but I didn't even know it was a derogatory name. But that is hurtful, right? Nobody likes put down, correct? Mm-hmm. So it's just respectful. And we appreciate it because you guys matter and you do a lot. And, uh, you know, we're all Canadian at the end of the day, right? So, yeah. Any. Any uh, positive thing we can do together. And it is a positive thing, you know. The players can be proud to be Elks, and I'll be proud of them. And it makes the game even more exciting to get back to as soon as we can for all of our children and for, you know, the elders and everyone, right? Jennifer, thanks for your honesty. I'm really touched that you called tonight. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. That's Jennifer at 780-496-0063 as we talk about our football team getting a name, finally, and uh, a logo and a helmet and some merch and all that fun stuff at 780-496-0063. Jim is also standing by. Jim, how are you doing, sir? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm well. Go ahead. Uh, Just a couple of comments. Uh, you know, it's going to take some time. Jim, how are you doing, sir? Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, Jim, can, can you turn your radio down, please? I think it might be on in the background. I'm sorry? Yeah, let, let's let's try again. Go ahead. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Okay. Just uh, uh, something to think about. One comment on the Eskimo, or pardon me, the, the, the new name, and then, of course, on, on the orders. You know, it doesn't matter. It's going to take us some time to get used to it. It's great. But there are going to be some slip-ups. I mean, it's still going to be known as the Eskimos until this name goes through. And then I think it'll be great. I mean, I think the Eskimos did it the right way. It took some time, but we've had a little bit of notice that this was just going to happen. So let's get behind it and, and cheer them on and, and, and hope for the very best for them. Now, if Fair I enough. can, one, one, one comment on um, Mr. Gretzky. You know, I've got a lot of respect for Wayne. I have a problem with him, though, how he left the, the Oilers. The problem with me was if he would have simply told us that he has an opportunity where, he, in fact, he's going to promote the game in NHL, I think it would have been okay, but to say COVID and a few other things, it, it doesn't look good on him. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't, in my, in my opinion, he should have just come out and said, this is what I'm doing, and everybody would have wished him well. Oh, going to the TV stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I guess I, I never thought of that. But, uh, yeah, good for him to, to get a different opportunity, though. I think he'll do well. I appreciate that, Jim. That's Jim, 780-496-0063. We just had a caller caller named Jennifer who uh, was very emotional. Uh, Somebody else uh, says, uh, as an Indigenous person, now we don't have any CFL teams with Indigenous names. And this whole name change situation is uh, unfortunate. That's a text to the show. Robbie says, it's hard to argue that the name change didn't matter when you hear a caller like Jennifer there and how it affected her. That was a great call. And also, Glenn is on the line. Hello, Glenn. Hello, Reed. How are you doing? 
Good. Go ahead, man. Uh, same as you. I'd like to thank Jennifer for being honest and pure, I guess. And uh, plain and simple, what is the nickname? Has anybody decided that yet? Are we going with Elkies or what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really need to be shortened, so maybe they'll just be the Elks. I, you can still call them the EEs, right? I mean, that's not going away. So I, I don't. I haven't heard about any sort of alternate slang terms. You, you, you think it's going to be Elkies? I, I couldn't tell you. I'm sure it'll be Elkies <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. thank you. Oilers for life, buddy. Take care. Okay. Appreciate it, Glenn. That's Glenn at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Let's just touch on this here. I know it's been one of the, the kind of side stories throughout the day. And I just had a friend text me saying, why are they not the elk? Isn't elk plural? Chris Preston was asked that earlier today about why it's elks and not elk. Either word would have worked. Um, to make sure that we were correct, we, we checked with the folks at Oxford Dictionary, and they confirmed that uh, it is not only acceptable, it, it would be considered proper, especially around the team name, and it would specifically be uh, considered a proper noun. Uh, we also consulted with a linguistics expert at U of A as well, and he told us the same thing, that it's more than acceptable. I like the S on the end for a lot of reasons. I think it sounds better. And frankly, I see a piece of inclusion there. You know, Elks means not me or you, but us. And uh, I think that was an important component that's kind of underlying that people may not have even thought of. Uh, but that's that's one of the reasons we went, the, went, went with the plural version. Okay, so there's uh, that explanation there. Preston also talked about the historical significance of the name. And it's at the very top, and when you look at um, all that goes into it, and people wonder how why the process took so long, you have to understand the history yes. to be able to steward in a new brand. And if you don't understand where you've been and where you are, it's impossible to get where you want to be. And so, whenever you get into something like this, you never know how long it's going to take. That's why we couldn't ever define the timeline, is because you get into these discussions around the history mm -hmm. and how we blend the history with the future, and how the double E is still a staple of what we do so we refreshed the double e uh, we have a, a new primary mark a new secondary mark and a new word mark and all of those four within that system will work together some we will use without others and there's a time and place for them all but history was at the very top on uh, on how we we came to the conclusion and again we want to meld our history with the future as well and the double e and the refurbished double e is a big part of that all right, a little bit there from Chris Preston. He was on our special show today from 10 to 11 with Morley and Dave. We got the elk expert, Matt Besco, coming up from Alberta Environments. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. John writes in, he says, hey, maybe folks don't realize that the Edmonton Elks were runners-up in the 1922 Grey Cup. That is very true. It was the 10th Grey Cup. It was played in Kingston, Ontario. The Edmonton Elks had what turned out to be a surmountable one nothing lead at halftime. They lost 13-1 to Queen's University. Kenny says, first of all, go Habs. That was my Stanley Cup as he touches on the Leafs lost last night, which we will dive into in the second hour of the show. And Kenny also says the name change will take a while for people to get used to. I know I will probably still call them Eskies until the new name sinks in. That is from Kenny. 
We'll go to the CertainTeed hotline here. I am pleased to welcome back to the show six months to the day. He was first on December 1st, Matt Besco, who's the Director of Wildlife Policy with Alberta Environments and Parks. Matt, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Reed. How are you? Well, I think it's pretty cool. We've had somebody who's a Director of Wildlife Policy on a sports show twice in less than a year. <laughs> so, so, so that's pretty cool. What did you think when you heard the name today? Oh, I was I was really pleasantly surprised. I thought it was uh, a really positive mood, and you know, as as someone that's involved in wildlife management, any time that we can get a sports team with a wildlife name, I'm excited. Well, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it gets uh, it gets the wildlife uh, out there a little bit. Okay, let, let's. I mean, we'll kind of recap maybe some of the things we talked about uh, six months ago. The the personality of uh, an elk or elks i guess you know they've decided to go with the plural as chris said they're they're both appropriate uh but g- give me a sense of of the personality of elks so elks are the perfect team animal um they are gregarious they occur in herds they're extremely tough animals so throughout western canada we have some really rugged terrain um, we also have a lot of dangers in this environment. So an animal like an elk, who is a grazer, a herd animal, these are animals that need to be able to withstand some really rigorous conditions, cold weather, deep snow, predators, and be able to do that successfully year after year and be able to reproduce and uh, grow their herd. Uh, they have to work together and uh, they do so quite effectively. And I think that's really important when you think of how uh, an elk is personified um, as a team um, name and, and how these animals and their characteristics can be transferred over uh, into, into that environment. I think it's really fitting. I mean, obviously, they're large animals. What about speed and athleticism and power, things like that? they're all they're all about that they can run extremely quickly but like i said before uh in, in in cases where they really need to they can clear an eight foot fence um they're really large animals the males can be you know up to 700 uh or sorry about you know 500 kilos so that's just over a thousand pounds um uh, so they're big they're incredibly strong and they can traverse some really steep terrain um they they're also quite formidable and a mature elk um it would be very very hard pressed for a predator to take down a mature elk all right well that, that's that's good to hear because I, I remember when we were talking about the name late last year i had some people saying well they're skittish and timid and stuff like that oh, but the, no. you, you would no okay yeah heck no um I think the worst possible scenario anyone could be in is uh, within some of our great national parks in September when the elk crud is on and uh, the males are bugling and uh, they're fairly aggressive. And uh, to go out there and and try to challenge a a mature bull elk is uh, foolhardy to say the least. They are uh, not like our pets at home by any means. These are wild animals. They're large. Um, Functionally, they have a role to play in nature, and they do it exceptionally well. And they're built for Canada and uh, Canada's harsh winters. Elk-like animals, such as red deer, occur throughout the world. And and, uh, we also have a Mongolian morale, which is uh, uh, in Asia as well. But uh, when we think of of, um, North American elk, that's, you know, 
a, a really noble uh, animal, really fitting to have a team, uh, especially a football team, which is, you know, in, into hitting and toughness to be called an elk, or called the elks, because uh, that's what these animals are all about. Matt, how large do the antlers get, and what's sort of a cycle of the the antlers, for lack of a better term? So the, the antlers are what we would call deciduous. They don't hang on to these year-round. They would grow the antlers throughout the spring and summer, um, and the, only the males will have antlers. They'll grow them um, through these you know, blood vessels that will occur uh, under this tissue called velvet because it feels like velvet. And then you get blood that's deposited uh, uh, throughout that antler form and calcium and other minerals, which will build up and then it will harden uh, in the late summer and uh, early fall. And uh, then you'll get these massive swept back antlers uh, for size. You know, they could be, you know, up to two meters long with that main beam that could go right over their back like that. And each time, you know, probably about three decimeters, four decimeters in, in, in length. And uh, for weight, um, some of the mass is probably around 20 kilos in a big bull for sure. So did you say up to two meters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You could, you could yeah, like um, in huge, huge bulls, um, that main beam, when it's swept back, can go back a significant distance for sure. Well, uh, Matt, th- this is fun. I'm glad you give us uh, some of the, uh, the the real life look. And it did, did it matter to you, elk or elks, when it came you know, to the actual? It, you know, the the technically we would call them elks in terms of uh, how we would define them in the English language properly. In science and uh, in the common vernacular in biology, um, uh, we always use elk. But you know, it's. Uh, it's not a bad habit to get into. You know, we talk about moose. We don't talk about mooses or meese or, uh, and we talk about deer, not deers generally, but um, it's not, it wouldn't be a bad habit to get into. It'd be tough for me, and that's what I've been calling them all my life, um, both professionally and, and uh, personally, but, you know, elks is, is good. I like it. Matt, of all the elk experts we've had on Inside Sports, you're at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I've been striving for this moniker my whole life, so I, I really appreciate that. Hey, this was awesome, Matt. The many thousands of wildlife folks out there. <laughs> this was awesome, Matt. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thank you, Reed. You take care. All the best. Matt Bes- Matt Besco, Director of Wildlife Policy, Alberta Environment and Parks. There we go. A little bit on uh, on elks in the wild. Powerful animal. They can withstand rigorous conditions. He says they're extremely tough. Okay, we'll uh, keep going with the Edmonton Elks, and uh, we'll look at the Toronto Maple Leafs out in the first round as well. Inside Sports on Chet. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.